So you're feeling creative and you've got some ideas, but you're just not really sure how to get it started, get things off the ground. Well, let's talk about that. How can you get a little bit more energy, get a little more activity, get your mind focused, get your energy level up, really get things cooking. So get the body moving, get the blood flowing. We're gonna talk about that. How can you be active and be creative? All right, are we doing this or what? Welcome to another episode of Sketch and Release. My name is Robert, and every episode I draw something new and talk about different aspects of the creative process. Uh, this isn't a how-to podcast. This isn't about tools and techniques. Uh, instead, I like to look at the experiences and lessons learned uh, over my career, and then we'll just talk about things that can, that can help you clear the way for just a more creative mindset. So if you want to see what I'm drawing during this episode, you can check out the video on Patreon, patreon.com slash Robert Cortez. That's me. Or use this next half hour and just draw something of your own. Be creative. That's what this is about. So let's get started here. This episode is about energy. All about energy. Creative energy, physical energy, mental energy, and how you create that, how you maintain that, and how you refine that. And for me, this has been a big part of my lifestyle in recent years. You know, I started maybe four years ago at this point with trying to develop and maintain a more regimented physical fitness routine. And you know, that, that was a real challenge because I went for a long time without having that kind of focus and that kind of dedication to, to physical fitness. Let's say that. Now, you know, in a previous episode, I talked about setbacks and I talked about an incident that happened to me when I was really young. Uh, I was just kind of getting started in my career and I got hit with a medical emergency, medical crisis, whatever you want to call it. And doctors were involved and medic medication and hospitalization was involved and it really kind of changed the course of things for me where I was basically told and required to be in a new mindset when it comes to my uh, my diet and activity level and just overall physical state. I had to just get my ass in shape. Now the thing was that I didn't really know what that meant so it took a lot of uh, it took a lot of effort to kind of get up to speed there. And this all was separate from any creative aspects of what I was doing in life and my career. So I really had to take a step back and focus my energy on building a routine, building a set of rules and building a discipline, really. And that was that was really hard. So I did that, though. I, I did do it. I did get myself on a good path. And that lasted for about five years where I found that it did help. I did feel an improvement. I did feel a difference. But it's really hard because this is a true lifestyle change we're talking about. And when you're kind of required or it's forced upon you, it's very different than being something that is generated from within is something that you are really personally invested in. That goes for a lot of things. 
You know, you can't make somebody do something. They have to want to do it themselves in order for it to really hold and, and stick. So for me, this was the thing that was kind of put upon me and, and I made it work as long as I could. And then I kind of realized that, uh, eh, I just didn't want to anymore. And, you know, I was able to get by just fine. It didn't necessarily put my health in jeopardy and it didn't change a whole lot about how I looked at things from a creative standpoint or just from a kind of a personal outlook standpoint. But I did see over time, as the years went on, yeah, my energy level changed, my kind of, my mental acuity changed, you know, I, I just wasn't as sharp, just wasn't as fast and responsive. And not just physically, but like mentally, I just, just felt like everything kind of got dulled as time went on. And so I really had to rethink some of that over time and, and reconsider like how I could find my way back to that. But, you know, day-to-day -day life takes over and other things seem to be more important. And before you know it, years are gone by and you find yourself in a really bad space. So to finish or to update on that whole episode with me, you know, in the recent years, I did find that uh, as I was getting older, time was going on, I realized I really need to take better care of myself. And, and not just physically, but mentally, I need to really take some stock and really think about what I was focused on and what I was passionate about and what I wanted to invest time and energy into. Now there's, you know, day-to-day -day life, again, it still goes on. You can't ever put that aside. But as I started working on different kinds of projects throughout the years, you know, I was taking on more than just strictly like graphic design work. I was working on different types of creative projects with different people. It's just a bigger variety that I started taking on. I realized that um, I need to think about this a little more and find the energy to keep up with this because I was taking on more types of work, but I was starting to spread myself thin. So it came down to, I need to take better care of myself and I need to start getting back into shape and, and just at least outline or, or have a basic set of fitness routines. Now that started originally with just going for a walk, just going out in the neighborhood, just go for a walk for half an hour or up to an hour maybe and just get the body moving and get the blood flowing. And I did it just in, in terms of just getting outside and getting active. But as I started to do that, I realized like, yeah, this is actually a man. This is, I'm starting to feel the difference. Started to feel sharper. Colors started to seem a little brighter, a little more vivid. You know, it's, it's silly to say, but I just really felt that. And so I decided to keep it going, just push this a little further, taking on more of this, yeah, really adding some new elements to this that I really hadn't considered since my early 20s. So that included running, that included some exercise, and that included just being more active overall. And, you know, when I, when I sit at my desk and work and I can sit there for hours and 
design or draw or edit and you get lost in time you get lost in you know the work and you you, you can start to kind of become uh what's the word like sedentary right you're just like sitting there you're just kind of stiffening up so i found that uh it really helped to have those periods those times during the day or throughout the week where i could break that where i could really get up stretch the legs get the blood moving and you know this this type of approach to better fitness it just helps all over from head to toe from morning to night you know i i used to be i used to drag ass in the morning and mornings are not my thing they never really have been but when I started to take better care of myself, I realized like, uh, oh, okay, I can do this. I can, I can get at it. You know, the, the problem was then my, my habit of being up all night, being a night owl and really feeling like I was my most creative at night. That wasn't really the case anymore because now I was just tired at the end of the day. I was just beat. And, and with good reason, though, because I'd been active all throughout the day and I'd been up early and really done an, a, a, a good, fast start to the day. And by the time nighttime rolled around, it wasn't really that anymore. And so just that alone was my kind of measuring stick of where I am in my fitness, let's say, on the, on the scale, right? So if I knew that I was going several days where I wasn't able to really stay up as late as I might have in the past, okay, I must be doing something right, or I must be at least shifting my day forward and getting a good start to the day. And if there were days where I just really had a hard time getting up and I was really staying up late, I knew I was shifting later into the day and maybe I wasn't doing some things right. So that was kind of a guide for me. It's like, I got to, I got to find that window and stay in that window as best as I can. So this just really reinforced the idea of better discipline about, about myself and about what I was doing and how I was approaching things, even down to like time management and workflow and just overall productivity. So if I could actually manage my physical self inside of a window throughout the day, I needed to be able to do the same with my work and with my downtime, really manage these things a little more tightly. And it's not an obsessive thing or, or to where it becomes tedious, but it's just to optimize and, and really be more efficient. And all that, when you start adding all those things together, the layers of that, that can lead to more time, more freedom for some creative exploration and creative ideas to flow. And that's been the big benefit to me. That's what I've seen. And so I think that's really been the, the biggest approach that has changed for me is it, it's really allowed me to, to look at things in a new way and not be so kind of stuck in a, in a routine that wasn't necessarily harmful, but it wasn't optimal. And I think we can fool ourselves sometimes in thinking, well, I'm doing good enough and I'm feeling good enough, so I must be okay. But there really is a way that you can feel better and do better and perform and 
generate ideas and work that is just overall better. And so that's where I try to come at it. And I found that, you know, the, the routine of, of running and being just a little more conscientious about how I'm treating myself, that's given me a different approach and it's just really given me a, be a better outlook, a, a brighter outlook. And so that's where I think it just, it, it gives you so many benefits that you might not think are, are necessarily tied to your creativity or how, how well you work, but they really are. I mean, there, there are parallels. There are distinct parallels between how you treat yourself and how you maintain your body and your mind to how well you work and how engaging or how interesting or how innovative your ideas can be. You know, you think about all the great benefits of a fitness routine, you know, better agility, better stamina, more flexibility and, and endurance. All those things, those all apply to how you approach creative work. So if you've got an idea for something and you're really struggling to get through it, or you're just not seeing it yet, you know, the if if you're really not in that mindset that I'm going to keep pushing until I get to it, you may give up. You may just kind of throw whatever you have, even if you're not happy with it, you may just throw that on the table and be like, I'm done. I'm good. But no, 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 no. Take it, take it to the next step. That requires that discipline. That requires that endurance and even the flexibility to change and to look at things a different way. And, you know, it's, it's really kind of an overall resolve, like a personal resolve to, to see it through, to accomplish, you know, so that's a big part of a fitness routine. You know, it's a lot of people that get into it because they want to lose weight or they want to be stronger or they want to be faster or something like that. So there's always a goal involved. And if you think about it that way, I mean, there, that's probably not the worst idea is, look, you have a project you're working on. It requires some really kind of creative approach or the result really needs to stand out and really be engaging or, or something unique. That's your goal, right? Well, you have to approach it maybe the same way. And if you've already got that discipline of being creative, but you don't really have the stamina to see it through and punch through any walls that are in your way, having the, the additional discipline of a fitness routine or just an activity, a certain activity level that could really get you there. That could get you to that next stage where you can see beyond whatever barriers are in your way or, or whatever hurdles are in your way. Any of those limitations that we talked about before, you can see past that. You can keep pushing to get to that. So think about it that way. You know, you've got a goal, you got to reach the goal, but you've got to build your way to it. Yeah, you can certainly just power through and just try and get it done the best you can. And that will work. And it can be effective, but it's not optimal and it's not efficient necessarily. And over time, you will eventually burn yourself out. Just like if it were a physical challenge and you're trying to get through it. You're trying to run a marathon. You've never trained for it before. What's wrong with you, bro? 
No, 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 no. You really got to build to it. You got to have the discipline. You got to have the training. You got to have that base. So if you're trying to take on a massive, complicated, creative project with a lot of moving parts and maybe working with a lot of different people or vendors or, or whatever it is, all these elements in play, you could, yeah, you could just try and take it on by yourself or, or as a lead or, or whatever it is and make it happen just through sheer will. But, you know, you may end up just overstressing yourself, stretch yourself too thin and eventually just burn out. You won't want to do a project like that again. So instead, if you come at it with, I've done this before, or I've done things like this, or I've done things close to this, now this is just the next step. You've got that training, you've got that base. So that's where you gotta really, you gotta have that behind you already. So if you think about it that way, yeah. A fitness routine parallels with how you look at your creative work. It really can. I've seen the benefits myself. And like I said, it doesn't even have to be super complicated or super strenuous. No, no, no. It's not about that. It's not about, you know, being the ultimate. But you do have to be your best. And these are all things that I think people confuse a lot. You know, when I started running, so, all right, so let me break this down. I started out by going out to walk. And I went out and I walked for I think it was a mile at first, like the very first, I'm like, I'm just going to go for a walk. And I walked for a mile. And I didn't really know what that meant. To me, a mile always seemed like a long way. But when you walk it, you know, it's not so bad. It's not as crazy as it probably sounds to you know a person who's never walked a mile. But the next time you go out or down the road, you do that several times, you really get a hang of how to do that. You say, all right, I want to walk two miles. Whatever it is, whatever your increments, personal increments are, and it's all about comfort level. It's all about what you think you're capable of. That's the only way you get to personal growth. That's the only way you get to kind of that next level. You move at your pace, and not everybody moves at the same pace, but that's the, that's the beauty of this. So you take it to that. You take it to like, all right, I walked here. I started walking at this speed or this time, and now I'm moving to the next level, I'm pushing it further. And then maybe you say, all right, well, now can I do this faster? Can I take this distance and walk it in less time? Or can I take this time and walk further distance, right? You, it's one or the other. So you just push it up. You just, you know, ramp it up a little bit each time. And then you get to like, all right, well, can I run? Can I run some of this? Like, how fast can I get? And ultimately, it's not about being the fastest, not about being the very fastest. No, 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 no. Don't, don't do that right out the gate. You can do it. Sure. You can push yourself and make it happen. But again, you may not want to do it again after that. So I think uh, if you take it as a more measured approach, you really build to it, really get that discipline of going out each time and just hitting whatever the small goal is you will eventually get to your larger goal. And so that's the approach I took. And that's really what's paid off for me is because it didn't feel so surprising. It was a much, much more gradual result. And 
I've seen the the benefits in many ways, but the the biggest one is that I really found a discipline for sometimes doing something where I don't want to do it. You know, I, there are days I don't want to go run, but I know that if I do, it will ultimately be good for me. And even after I've run on a day when I don't want to run, I found that I do feel better afterwards. Like I feel better after running than I did before running. And usually that, that kind of goes against what, what is the common thinking. So that's something to keep in mind. You know, you've got a, a big project kind of staring you down and you're not sure how to get started. You don't really have an idea that's like just kind of jumping out at you. And yet, you know, if you have the discipline behind you, if you have the, the sort of experience and the training behind you, you can at least jump in and just get started. And you may find that you come out the other side of it, you've got your finished result, and it's even better, or at least feels more rewarding than you were ever expecting. And so that's something to really, to really look forward to, I think. Um, you know, the, the ways that uh, the mind can kind of trick itself into feeling better about something that should maybe feel not so good about. Um, <laughs> that's always kind of a, a, a mystery to me, but, but it does seem to turn out that way when it comes to fitness and really pushing yourself. So maybe that's something to think about. And when you look at your next project, look at it from the standpoint of what do I have to build on to get this done? And what, whether it's a skill or whether it's just um, a certain routine or even your location or the time of day, think about all those things. Think about how the things that you do every time are affecting work down the road, like your next project. If that is not really optimal, like if you feel like maybe you've got some bad habits, everybody has bad habits. And sometimes you don't even know that. But if you've got some bad habits that uh, seem to always get in your way or affect how you feel about your work or just how you approach your work, you know, those are things that you can change. And it can be an adjustment that you can make to your routine that can make all the difference. And whether that just means, hey, I need to slow down, I need to take more time, or I need to not be distracted or I need to not, uh, you know, get bogged down in this detail, but I need to focus on these other details. All those adjustments you can make, those are all part of a good fitness routine. There were days, there was a time where I really thought in order to run better, I just needed the right shoes or, or I just needed to be a certain temperature outside. And I realized over time that those things are those things are relevant, but they're not the most important. The most important thing to having a good run is really your attitude. And even on the days when I don't feel like doing it, once I get going, that kind of changes. You know, the, the fog kind of lifts and all the other things that I was dealing with before I got outside, they all start to melt away. I'm just focused on the mechanics. I'm just focused on one foot in front of the other. Breathe in, breathe out. 
And that really helps clear all of that other stuff out of the way and just focus on the task at hand. So now that's personal for me. For me, it's running. You know, for some people, maybe it's, um, you know, maybe it's uh, going to the gym, lifting weights. Maybe it's going swimming if you're into that or riding a bike or, or, or whatever, playing basketball. You know, everybody's got a thing that they're probably more interested in that they don't realize could be a big benefit to their physical fitness. That if they just took the time to maybe invest in a little bit, spend a little more time doing it, or, or maybe not even more time, but just a, a frequency, right? So with some regularity, do it every few days. Or me, I go run three times a week. And I know that those days I have to be a little more mindful of how I approach the day. And so it really focuses your mentality and it really makes you think about how you manage everything around you, you know, down to what kind of foods you eat, when you eat them and, you know, what your plans are. Um, there are times when I've certainly wanted to maybe go out and, and go have dinner somewhere or go out with uh, friends or, or whatever. And I have to choose something else. I have to choose to take care of myself. And that's always important. You know, there are times when, yeah, it goes the other way. That decision goes the other way. But there are times when I have to make that decision for me. And that comes down to the same proposition when we're talking about your creative work. Sometimes you have to choose between what you really think is the best idea for the project and what is something you really want to explore. And so having the ability to make those sometimes hard, sometimes, you know, unpleasant decisions of, you know, having to adjust your schedule or your plans or your goals based on a, a certain routine that you may have. Sometimes that's important. And it's really something you have to consider. And so, yeah, being, a, being on a bit of a fitness routine just builds that. It, it really it reinforces that this is important. So that's something to think about. Think about how your level of activity or physical fitness can really give you more energy and give you more clarity in your creative work. And so when you come out of a creative project and you have the same kind of reward, the, the kind of psychological or, or, or even just mental reward of like, hey, I, you know what? That turned out pretty good. It turned out even better than I thought, really. It was a slog and maybe I didn't quite know where I was going for half of it. But the finished result is here. And man, it looks pretty good. I feel good about it. That's a big thing. That's a big reward. And so... Those disciplines, they really do parallel. And I, and I really hope you take that away from this of if you haven't examined that, if you haven't considered it, or if you just never really thought it was something that connected, think about it. Think about what kind of a fitness routine or just your own physical state. Just think about what your own physical state can do to affect your creative output, your mental outlook, and just your overall well-being. That's something that I've really learned 
over the last few years is super important. Way more important than I ever would have thought in the past. So what do you think? What do you think? All right, I'm going to throw this to you. What do you think? Do you have a fitness routine to energize your creative output, to really optimize how you approach a project? Let me know your thoughts. Uh, I, re I really like to get your opinion on this because this is something that's very kind of personal and, and, cl and close to me. Because it's just kind of, I say late in life, but I really learned this really too late. Uh, this, this whole approach to myself and my lifestyle. But I've really taken it on in a big way and, and I kind of, I try to be a cheerleader for it and, and champion the effort for people to take better care of themselves because it can affect the creativity and the level of thought that goes into their work. Now, here's another thing. Here's a way you can help. Check out patreon.com slash Robert Cortez. Uh, if you're new to Patreon, you never heard of Patreon, that's okay. It's free to sign up and you can follow the page. And if you're using the Patreon app, you can get notified whenever something new is posted. Or you can also get emails with the update. So if I post uh, this episode, if I post uh, some artwork or some writing or just other content that I'll have, you'll get an email with that. Now, there also is some exclusive content that's just for patrons. And I can only, the, the minimum I can ask for is $1. That's the minimum they will allow. But there, you make a pledge for $1 a month. That's all it costs. You could see some exclusive stuff you won't see anywhere else. I don't post it to any social media. I really don't post it anywhere else, but you'll get to see it there. And you can comment and let me know what you think. Or is this interesting to you? Is, do you want to see what comes next with some of this stuff? Because these are all updates and pieces and excerpts and things that I'm working on that are going towards a bigger goal. So go ahead and check that out. Patreon.com slash Robert Cortez. And if you want to share your own experience with this episode, leave a comment with this episode at patreon.com slash Robert Cortez, or, you know, also hit me on Instagram. I'm there and I'll post something with this episode. Facebook also, uh, instagram.com slash Robert Cortez and facebook.com slash Robert Cortez art. That's where I'll post an update when this episode goes out. And, um, you know, let me know what you think. Let's talk about it. Now, also, extra special thanks to those who are on Patreon for their support. It's very early. I just got this started. I'm just really trying to get a feel for how this works. So I'm new. I'm new, all right? But look, if you go there, you can check out the episodes. You can see what else is there. Um, if, you, if you're new to the podcast, this is the first time you're hearing it, that's okay. That's great. I appreciate it. You can find links to subscribe on all the podcast places. You can find other episodes at sketchrelease.com or go to Patreon. All right, another episode down. If you're just listening, I appreciate it. If you're watching the video, hey, I hope you like this drawing. Until then, thanks for listening. And until next time, keep creating.